Welcome to Encountering Empowerment. I'm your host, Victoria Jocko, here to help you feel certain about your worth. When you know you're enough, your power is uncontainable, and I'm here to help you unleash it. All of you is acceptable here. You're good, you're bad, and everything in between. It's time for you to see it too. Hello, my friends. Ooh, that was a change up. How do we like that? <laughs> um, today I have more of just a fun episode. Um, I have been even more so lately in the mindset of like, I'm not a perpetual self-improvement project. I want to enjoy my life and have fun. And so this is me being an example of that. <laughs> and it's honestly how my life has been lately. Um, I've just been having a lot of fun and, you know, coaching is a huge part of who I am, like at my core. Um, but it's not all of who I am. And I don't just enjoy listening and reading and consuming self-help content. So uh, I was listening to my, to my coach's podcast recently, and he did an episode about like his sex stories, like some funny sex stories. And so that inspired this episode um, today so I want to talk to you about just some, just a couple of funny stories. Oh, I think they're funny. Um, things like that happened before I realized and came out as polyamorous. That were some signs I was polyamorous. <laughs> so uh, disclaimer, if you are a family member or family adjacent... <laughs> Maybe don't listen to this episode. Um, I mean, you can if you want, I guess, but that might make us both uncomfortable. So <laughs> maybe, maybe click away. Maybe this episode isn't for you. Um, no, I'm not going to get like into too much detail. I'm not that kind of a person. Usually when it comes to sex, I don't really want to like give you all of the details about my sex life, but I am going to be talking about some experiences, some encounters. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> so first, I think it's important to say that I came out as poly. I like learned about polyamory and then uh, like really identified with it and started practicing polyamory when I was like 21 and I'm going to be 26 in two weeks, y'all. That has been a, a fucking head trip, let me tell you. Um, anyway, so been poly for like five years now. And I've had quite a bit of practice in lots of different kinds of dynamics. I was more solo poly for a while. I don't know what I really identify with now. Um, but that's not the point of this. <laughs> the point of this is to give you a timeline, right? So all of this happened before I was 21. I was above the age of 18, though. Actually, so let's get into the first story. Uh, this was when I was living in Japan. And I had, like, just moved there. We were still living on base. Um, so for context, <laughs> my dad is uh, a he's a teacher for the military's children. So people that are enlisted, he teaches their kids. So we when I was 17, we moved to Japan, uh, which was really cool. I was graduated by high school at that point. I graduated six months early. Hashtag get me the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, and so that summer we moved there. So 
within about a month of living there, because I think we moved at like the end of August, I turned 18. Um, and I had started seeing this guy that I met there. And <laughs> I remember one night, and we only dated for like maybe two months, maybe two months. So this was like still when we were, because like by the end of it, I don't think we liked each other very much. <laughs> So this is definitely in a period where we still liked each other. <laughs> and uh, at least I didn't like him very much at that point. Anywho. So I get a call. I'm like in my hotel rooms. So we're living at a hotel on the base before we got to move into our apartment, which was off base. And I get a phone call from him and he had been like out, you know, partying with his friends. And he was like, do you want to have a threesome with my best friend? And I was like, am I being punked? What's happening here? <laughs> like, if I say, is this a trap? If I say yes, what's going to happen? Are you going to be mad at me? And I don't remember, like, the extent of the conversation, but it was basically like, are you being serious? And he's like, yeah, I've always wanted to do this. It's my best friend. Like, I think it'd be fun. And I was like, yeah, sh sure. <laughs> why not let's give it a shot i had never had a threesome before and i thought it would be fun and this was at a point where i was interested in men obviously um which i'm not anymore but that's another podcast episode that will happen eventually not right now but eventually i'll talk about it anywho so <laughs> we went back to his barracks and i think they sh i don't know if they shared a room i don't remember but uh we went back to someone's barracks and we did that and <laughs> it was super fun um to add to this story though <laughs> so in the barracks there's like four roommates i think and um one of them <laughs> that wasn't a part of this uh trio dynamic we had going on one of them was home and i remember <laughs> I remember, you know, being in the throes of this trio dynamic, this threesome. Uh, I look over and I guess I thought he was sleeping, um, but this man wasn't sleeping. <laughs> and so I look over and this man is just like staring at me. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. I was like uncomfortable and I didn't really know what to do so um he got he got one hell of a show let me tell you uh <laughs> and then um at some point it ended and we I don't remember what happened after that I left my boyfriend I probably like left and went and hung out or whatever but uh yeah so that was um like looking back i'm just like wow that's fucking hilarious uh and also like just very telling like it's just like the biggest foreshadow of like yeah you were chill with it because you're poly so that's cool anyway um had this i'm not gonna go into much of this because there really isn't anything funny about it but i did have another dynamic like that i don't know what it is about men and like sharing a partner with their best friend but that happened again. Like I started uh, seeing somebody and 
he really wanted to have a threesome with his best friend. I don't get it. And that happened a couple of times. It was super fun. Um, but like, can someone tell me what the appeal is? <laughs> Cause like, I don't, I, I don't have like this kink to like fuck someone with my best friend. I don't know. It's just not, what's the appeal? <laughs> Why is it so exciting to these men? Anyway. So that was, uh, you know, kind of signal number one looking back. Actually, no, that was signal number two. I told these stories out of order. Um, the, uh, oh, no, 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 I didn't. Just kidding. That was first. That was signal number one. Then I went home. So I spent about a year in Japan and I went home and uh, I went to school. I went to college for like a year and wasn't into it became a lifeguard um and i worked at this place that i like went to camp and like daycare and like i knew very well this place so um yeah i got a job as a lifeguard that's what i was doing was like 19 at the time and this one's a little bit messier (laughs) so i had this friend group i actually dated one of these guys before i went to japan when i was like 17 i don't i I guess i would say i wouldn't say date but like we hung out and it was more than a friendship um so i i knew this like friend group pretty well ish i guess as well as you could with men and particularly these men anywho um i met I made like another friend of this group. Like I met him when I turned 19, when I was like back home living there, not before I went to Japan. And so we were like kind of seeing each other or whatever. It was nice. I liked him. Um, We were not exclusive. Okay. We weren't exclusive. So him and I had been, you know, messing around one day and there's this other guy that I really liked. I thought he was just like so hot and I had like a major crush on him. Didn't know him very well. I just was like kind of pining, you know, like I just thought he was really, really cute. So he asked me to um, run something over to his house for him. So I was like, hey, to like guy number one. I was like, guy number one, I got to go. Dropped him off at home. And I went over to guy number two's house and gave him what he needed. Um, not that wasn't it, it's not sexual. <laughs> it was like something physical. But anywho, um, I dropped that off to him and we ended up like kissing and that was it. I left, whatever. And so on my way home, I get a call from guy number one and he's like yo what the fuck you just like kissed this guy and i was like what are you talking about how like how do you know this information apparently he was hanging out with guy number two's cousin who also plays a part in the story uh aside from this so guy number two had called guy, uh, his cousin and told him like hey Victoria was just here and like we kissed and guy number one was with him and overheard this conversation so I'm not even home yet and I get this fucking phone call and I'm like Jesus Christ no no and at the time like I mean I wasn't super ashamed of it or anything but it was like it was an unpleasant experience and definitely not ethical by any means whether you're monogamous or poly 
Um, but at the same time, we were not exclusive, right? So I don't remember how. Anyway, I think uh, I don't know if me and guy number one ended up dating shortly after that. He was kind of like pissy with me for a while. And then he got over it because we did date for a couple of months. Um, somewhere along like down the road within like a short time period because I didn't stay in that area for very long um me and the cousin hooked up (laughs) and he was just he was not a good person I that's I don't regret many things but I definitely like kind of regret sleeping with him because number one it was terrible and number two like he was very mean after and like went around and told people about it and like Long story short, I was called a homie hopper because I had hopped around from homie to homie. (laughs) I mean, that's like four dudes in a friend group. And while I did not sleep with all of them or have, you know, sex with all of them, um, I was interested at one point or another in many of them. And so I remember being called that, among other things. Um, but looking back, I just think it's so funny because it is quite messy for my standards. Like that was a messy situation and it's definitely just very telling of like, yeah, you, you were just poly, dude. That's, it's all right. It's all good. (laughs) Um, but shortly after that, I, um, actually ended up in an abusive relationship and then I, moved away and I went to uh where did I go first I went to Washington and traveled around a little bit and then eventually landed in Oregon which is where I learned about polyamory from my friend slash he's I call him my brother um he introduced me to it and I was in a relationship at that point and uh we I think like a couple weeks after we started like I think it was longer than a couple of weeks, maybe like a month. Um, we were like trying out polyamory. We ended up breaking off for other reasons. And I kind of stayed single for a while. I dated a girl and then I had like multiple male play partners and um, was just kind of solo, not coupling with anyone. And yeah, so those are my stories. Um I think they're just so funny looking back, especially like me being the person that I am now who's like super communicative and um, really cares about like how other people are feeling in situations, which like nothing unethical happened with the threesomes, but definitely like that messy little dynamic that I had the second one. um, That is not something that would ever happen now because I would always check in with the people that I'm seeing and have lots of conversations before engaging with anybody else. But yeah. Um, Anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed this, these stories. I think they're funny. I enjoyed sharing them Um, that I've, I've told like quite a few people these stories and I always enjoy it because I just think they're very entertaining. So yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, remember to take time for yourself and just do something silly and engage in something that is fun and funny and not 
personal development or self-improvement because you are not a project my friend you are a person a multifaceted being and you deserve to laugh so <laughs> i'm gonna leave that I'll leave it there with you and uh i'll see you next time bye hey if you're ready to feel a sense of inner safety security and certainty come work with me I'll teach you how to accept yourself using my empowerment process so that you can become the confident, powerful, bad bitch you are. Go to the link in the show notes and schedule our first date where we'll chat about your goals, get to know each other, and come up with an amazing action plan to get you to where you want to be. I'll see you there.